Welcome to the Coaching Edge podcast. I'm your host, Wendy McCallum, a seasoned and successful life coach. Every other Monday, I share my hard-earned wisdom from well over a decade of coaching, so you can avoid the mistakes I've made. I provide practical and inspiring bite-sized strategies, coach stories, and thought-provoking conversations with industry experts about the business of coaching. If you're craving the freedom and joy that comes from building a profitable and fulfilling coaching practice, you're in the right place. Now let's get down to business. Hello, welcome back to The Coaching Edge. I'm your host, Wendy McCallum, and I am here once again with Christy Osborne. Hi, Christy. Hey, Wendy. Good to be back. We had, Christy and I had a great conversation about pricing on another episode, and one of the things that Christy really excels at is marketing, and we had had a kind of offline conversation about how we are just not talking enough as coaches about the business of coaching, which obviously is the whole point of this podcast, but in particular, the amount of effort that goes into marketing and needs to go into marketing, and also some of the sticking points that cause coaches to really resist that marketing and how changing your perspective or your mindset on those can really make all of this so much easier. So Christy's learned lots of things. She's ex- she's an excellent, excellent um, marketer. And um, I've learned so many things over the last however many years. And I think I'm a pretty great marketer. Um, and the reason we know we're good marketers is because we're successful. We're making money. <laughs> People are coming to us. Um, that's how you know it's working. Uh, yeah. If you're getting, if you, and if you're attracting not just people, but if you're attracting the people that you want to work with, and you're finding the sales process that's involved in that to be pretty smooth um, and positive. So, so many things that Christy and I want to talk about. We could talk about marketing for hours, but we're not going to. We're going to do what I promised to do, which is keep this podcast to less than a half an hour um, and talk about a number of little things that really hopefully will help you to stop resisting the marketing piece of this and just really lean into it because that's what you need to do if you want to be successful. So what's the first thing? What's the first thing you think, Christy, that we should talk about around this? Yeah. Well, it's so funny because even just like sitting here and listening, listening to you say like, you're such a good marketer, marketeer, whatever. I'm like, am I? Oh my gosh. Like, I guess that I am. Right. And I think that we have this assumption that marketing means you have to like have a degree in Facebook advertising, or that you have to like sell yourself in a way that feels really not good to you, or that it, I don't know. We, we, I just think we come with a really strong resistance to the idea of marketing. And marketing is literally just showing our value to the people that need it. That's all it is. It's, 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 it's giving our message so that it lands on the ears of the people that we want to help, you know? And so, when we're talking about marketing, like that really is all that it is. There are so many different ways to do it. It doesn't just mean like a Facebook ad. It doesn't just mean in- even Instagram. It doesn't mean any one way. It's just about getting your message out. And so I think there's, again, there's this resistance to like, oh my gosh, I don't have a marketing degree. I don't know anything about marketing. How in the world am I going to do this? And I think that the first thing is just to to be open to various ways. Totally. To experiment with it and to find the spots where you feel most comfortable. So if you're just starting out with this, I always say like, pick your medium carefully. So where are your strengths? Are you really strong with copy? Do you write really well? 
Are you great live? Are you somebody who can just roll with the punches and speak in an articulate way and in an, you know, an interesting way on, on the fly? Or are you somebody who does better with pre-recorded content? Are you better on audio than you are on video? Think about all of these things. Find a place that feels comfortable to you. And in order to do that, you're probably going to have to experiment because you probably don't know. And I did not know in my early days that video was where I was at my best and yeah. usually less structured videos. So this type of thing, a podcast or an interview is where really where I shine. So and actually, to be honest, maybe I wasn't even in my early days great at that. Maybe this is a skill that I've developed over the years with the confidence that, that I've built in the, the niche that I support. But it's important to recognize there are a million different ways to do this. And you want to find a, a vehicle that feels really comfortable to you. The more comfortable it feels, the better you're, the more authentic you're going to seem. Um, and frankly, the less salesy it's going to feel to you. Yeah. to show up. And it really is about that. I mean, how are people supposed to find you if you don't put yourself out there? They're, yeah. they're not going to know that you have the ability to help them affect this really life-changing transformation that they're looking for, whatever that is, whatever the area is you coach in. They're not going to know you can help them. I always think of marketing as me putting myself out there, first of all, building that like, no trust. So putting valuable content out there that's trustworthy, that is clear, that is helpful to people, um, in a, in a way that is no cost or low cost. And over time, just getting in front of them as many times as I can, I continue to provide them. There's an old marketing, that old marketing statistic, I'm probably going to get it wrong, but I think people need to see your face seven times on average mm -hmm. in order to actually yeah. like purchase something from you, which is really important to remember. It's not a one time and totally. done. Totally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which, which I think leads to the, the other thing we really wanted to emphasize, which is this is a long game not a short game. Yeah. 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 What's 100%. your experience been around that? Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think also like if you've been certified or done sort of coaching, like, you know, training program where you've been taught, um, one way, like obviously know that there is more than that, but I think the way that I was personally taught was you create a freebie and you put the freebie out there and grow your list and slowly tick along. And that's how it's going to be. But the thing is, is that when you are a coach, and this is another huge thing that I learned, no one is going to sit and book a discovery call and sit across from you on a zoom and tell you their deepest, darkest secrets about drinking because they read one freebie yeah. or they went, or they read one freebie and then got like three newsletters. It's not like that. The like, no trust with coaching, especially when it comes to alcohol and other sensitive things that like, no trust has to be like, they feel like they really know you. Yeah. They really, really know you. Like, yeah. I, I think I said this on the, the, the last podcast we did, but I often have people that will get on a discovery call and quote me back to me on mm -hmm. something that I've written, something that I've said, and they've listened. It's not because they heard me on one podcast. It's because they've heard me on 10 podcasts. It's not because yeah. they read one newsletter. It's not because they read one Instagram post. It's because they've been hanging around my Instagram for a year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's totally true. I was just, I just got back this weekend from a girl's trip that I had to fly for and I got off the plane and in this, the city that we were staying in and I was checking my, you know, turn my phone back on and I was kind of going through my emails and stuff for work. And I had an Instagram message from someone and she said, Hey, 
on the on the off chance that I'm correct and you were sitting three rows ahead of me on the plane to Stop Montreal. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She said, I just wanted to let you know, take the opportunity to say thank you for, and I'm not going to get it quite right what she said, but basically thank you so much um, for everything that you do. I have been following you since the mm -hmm. cookbooks. Now for anyone listening oh to this gosh. podcast, yeah. my cookbooks came out like a pro almost a decade ago. Um, the work that I did in food led to me getting a deal for two cookbooks. And so I haven't been doing food coaching for seven years or so more now. And the fact that she was following me then is really cool. It also goes to this whole long game thing. And then she said, and I just want to let you know, you got me through perimenopause oh, because yeah. I, I moved into coaching around midlife and burnout and talked a lot about perimenopause and menopause and hormonal shifts that happen and stress and all of that stuff. And it was just a really cool email to, you know, or, or a message to get from somebody after who's, who's clearly been there since the beginning with me. And this person I think has maybe done some paid programming with me over the years. Um, but, uh, just the fact that they're still in it, you know, they're still yeah. there with, they're still there with me. And, and I had a really cool thing happen at a restaurant that I don't think I've told you about Christy again, kind of a long game thing. Like you just never know when this stuff is going to yeah. come around. I had I went to a local restaurant with my husband and we just enjoyed a dinner. And then we, you know, came home paying no attention to anybody else. And I got a message from a woman the next day saying, Hey, you were in my restaurant last night. And I just wanted to say how, you know, how great it felt to see you there because I've been alcohol free for this many days. And it was my first time out and it felt like out alcohol free. And it felt like a sign from the universe that I saw you. Like it was just a cool, you know, just a cool yeah. like little thing. And and again, someone who like, I don't, I don't know, they follow me, you know, they follow me online. They maybe listen to the podcast, the other podcasts, not this one. Um, so it's a long game. And I, I have had, having been doing this now for, for 13 years or so, I had people come to me and say, my sister saw you at a presentation that you did at a school in like, you know, 2012. Yeah. Or yeah. 2013. And um, she recommended, she's been following you and she recommended I come talk to you about this issue. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. I, I was at a book club that you talked to when you were first starting out. And now I'm this, you know, the, the, the VP of um, whatever at this company, and we're looking for someone to come speak on this topic. And I thought of you. So everything you put out there, it's, it's sticking. It, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's not giving you that immediate, always that sort of immediate thing. Now you will get that. Sometimes you'll get immediate stuff, which is great, but what you need to, I think this is, I wish someone had told me this. I wish people had talked to me about the value of just putting yourself, how important it is to be putting yourself out there all the time. And I get that this is scary, but like Christy said, it's all about how you're looking at it as you put yourself out there. And the, you know, the, whether you're thinking of it as trying to make a sale mm -hmm. or just trying to give people an opportunity to get to know what it is you do and how you might be able to help them, what it is yeah. you offer. It's an offer. This is one of the great things we had. Um, we had a, a really great coach called Becky Keene come in and do a masterclass in the early days in the BBB. You were there for that one too, Christy, right? Yep. He talked about like, it's not, you're not selling on a sales call, you're just putting an offer out there and it's up to the client, whether they choose to engage in that offer or not, you're not trying to yeah. push the offer off on them. You're literally just making the offer. Here is what I have to offer you. 
it is up to you whether you choose to purchase this thing, to engage any further with me. And that language is really helpful for me as well. When I'm in calls or I'm out doing things, I'm like, this is me making an offer. Here's what I do. Because if I don't let people know what I do, um, then how are people ever going to know that I can help them when they're struggling and they need that help? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I love that. Love it. Yeah. Um, so the, the, I guess the other little piece in that is the trying different things piece, like just getting out there and doing different things. So for example, this podcast is marketing. Yeah. Right. I'm, I do this podcast. I provide this, I, I hope really valuable, free content to coaches out there. I'm not pushing sales. I'm not talking in this podcast all the time about all the things I can help you with. You know, you could pay me for, that's not the point. The point is to get out, build some like, no trust. I would never expect somebody who doesn't know anything about me to sign up for the BBB, the coaching program, because it's, you know, it's a relatively high ticket offer with tons of great value in it. But if you don't know who I am, why would I expect you to hand over, you know, your hard earned money? You need to know that, Oh, she actually is, you know, is someone who is authentic and trustworthy and has, you know, really incredibly valuable information and is non-judgmental and super supportive and has creative ideas. You need to know all of that before. And I would need to know all of that. There have, I think about the purchases that I've made, and this is really helpful. If you're someone who's struggling with marketing, think about the things you have spent money on. Yeah. The big ticket items. I mean, I sat around and looked at Marie Forleo's copy cure for years before I bought it. Hmm. Years. I can t- I stayed on her mailing list. I kept getting her stuff because I knew I wanted to learn how to write better copy. I knew this was an important area for me, but it was also it was also expensive. And you know, I had to let that. I had to do the same thing. I had to build that like no trust with her. I had to watch her own marketing and say, oh, she really knows what she's doing. She's great with copy. This stuff is awesome. I need to learn how to do this better. Um, So don't have unrealistic expectations about other people. Think about how you purchase as a consumer, how you, you go about doing that. My guess is you have to let that like no trust build too before you spend money on something like meaningful and especially if it's a higher t- a higher ticket thing which coaching is and and should be. Yeah, and that's also like a really good lead into one of the things I committed to committed to doing like right in the beginning is pick one platform doesn't matter what it is whether it is Instagram or your blog or a podcast or whatever it is and post something every day for a year. If it's a podcast, you're probably going to obviously want to make it shorter. But what that did was it helped me hone, first of all, like coaching, because I was writing all of the things that I had learned, but putting it in a targeted post to my niche. So then it also like taught me to be a better coach, but then it also really, really taught me who my niche was Yeah, and, and watching like who responded to what, and then, you know, then you can become a better like copywriter from it too. And it just then creates a massive bank of like no trust while teaching you how to market, how to write, mm-hmm. who your niche is and how to coach. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a futile exercise by any stretch of the imagination. Like I literally got up at five o'clock every morning for the first year mm-hmm. and I wrote an Instagram post, mm-hmm. like a full, every single, like, you know, max amount of characters. And it, and, it, and it has built me a community and it is people that are sticking around and it's people that 
these are the people that hop on the discovery calls and are quoting me back to me, you know, right, right, but right. it taught, taught me so much. Yeah. 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 That's such a good example. If you don't, um, if you don't know where to find Christy, you can find her at love life sober on Instagram. And she's a great person to follow for ideas around how to do this really well, because Christy does this really, really well. And, you know, there are some things that Christy does well in her posts that um, we can talk about. I think a couple things we can talk about. Christy does a great job of creating um, a relationship with her um, audience in that she is vulnerable and she shares pieces of her own life. She is in one of her, I think, most endearing qualities is that she recognizes that she's just like kind of got this, you know, perfect looking life. She's drop dead gorgeous and her photos are all amazing, but she owns the fact that that's because she had a professional photo shoot or because yeah, it's not representative of like the chaos of yeah. her life. And I love that. I think you, the more honestly you show up on social media, the, the more it's going to resonate with your audience. But she also, um, she also lets people know that they're not alone and she provides incredibly valuable content for free. And this, I need to do a whole other episode on this. Yeah, you do. Concept of like, <laughs> And, and yeah. I, it's, on my, it's actually on my list of, of topics, this idea that with this resistance that we have to giving away valuable stuff for free, it is actually yeah. the answer. It is how you build your business is by getting on and not worrying about the fact that that thing that you gave away is actually also something that you have in a paid program. Don't worry about it. If yeah. I was worried about that, there would be no Coaching Edge podcast. Right. Like, you can't right. be concerned about that. Um, yeah. And Christy does a great job of providing really valuable content. The other thing that com comes from that exercise, which is something we talk about in the BBB all the time, is an amazing content bank. Mm -hmm. So if you post every single day, whatever the platform is that you choose, if you post every single day for a year and you save all of that content, which we would yeah. highly, Christy and I would both highly recommend you I do have that. seven over 700 pages. Christy like, has, what? yeah, that's crazy. 700 pages of content. Now she's just written a book. My guess is she's gone back in mind for some really juicy. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that if you create a simple spreadsheet, the way my spreadsheet looks, I mean, I'm just going to simplify it, but there's the date, there's the topic. So the hook I call it. So whatever the, the great sort of pull them in. Uh, phrases that I'm using um, on the graphic that goes with the post, or maybe the first line of the post, that's the hook. And then the copy for the, for the actual post. So what I ended up writing, and you're going to want to run it through spell check. You're going to want to try to, you know, it doesn't need to be perfect, but you do want to make it sound good. You want to read it out loud, make sure it reads well. That copy goes in the, in the copy column. And then you might have, you might uh, have a list of like places it's been posted. I find that helpful as well, because I'm such a fan of repurposing content, which will be another podcast episode, but being able to repurpose all of this content. So if you follow this approach of posting something every day for a year, you will have a really great content bank um, as yeah. well. Um, and it does force you to get into that groove, get into that routine of it. I managed my own social media for a long, long time. And, um, and I'm really, social media is easy for me. It feels easy for me now because I don't, it, I've got confidence around it. And the other thing you've probably learned, Christy, is that like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if like something comes out and it's not perfect or there is a mistake in it. People oh, actually 100%. No. love it. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. love correcting you. That's one thing I've noticed. Yeah. Like people yeah. love to correct you. And also it just makes, you're just, it just shows you're real. Right. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent, and we should also say really quickly too that like if Instagram or whatever isn't your thing, like don't obviously stick to that thing. Find what you enjoy. Right. I enjoy writing Instagram captions. Mm -hmm. I, I really do. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. And, um, and give it some time because it's always going to feel awkward totally. in the beginning, you know, um, but you can, you can definitely experiment with different things and find the thing that's the right thing for you. And there are so many ways, to, different ways to do this. Like this uh, podcasts are my thing. I love podcasts. I love interviewing people. I love talking, <laughs> which won't surprise people. <laughs> so it's a natural place for me to do this. But, um, you know, over the years I've done different things and I've tried different things. And uh, we, in the, in the BBB, we're always talking about these creative ways to market that are even off social media, there are ways to do it, but you have to do it. This yeah. idea that somehow you can build this really profitable resonant coaching practice without doing marketing is just, it's bonkers. And, yeah. and unfortunately, I think yeah. a lot of these training and certification programs for coaches don't tell you that we aren't honest enough about the amount of time that we need to spend in market in the marketing process as small business mm -hmm. people. Like how much yeah. of your time do you think you spend ballpark it marketing, Christy? Percentage of, of time, probably yeah. 75%. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably at 50%, but I've been doing this for 13 years, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it is, it, it's, it, it takes a lot of time. Now it doesn't need to be painful. Again, it can be fun. It can be, you know, and it's, it's about shifting the way you look at it. If I looked at this podcast as something that I need to, you know, have an immediate, make an immediate sale with every episode I tape. And this is somehow like, if I started looking at it and trying to monetize it that way, this would feel very much like unpleasant work. 100%. But instead, that's not how I look at marketing. I look at marketing as I love doing this podcast. I love meeting new people. I love um, sharing this information with other people. I love those messages like I get from, I was, that I was talking about from people years later who say, oh, I've been following you for a long time. Or, you know, I get one-off messages from people all the time on podcast episodes. I'm sure you do on your podcast as well, Christy, um, from people saying, oh, this episode really hit home. Thank you so much for talking about this topic. Like, that's why I do this thing. Yeah. Not because I think, oh, I hope that person buys something from me. A hundred percent. Right. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You have yeah. to find the stuff that feels fun and just accept the fact this is part of being a business person, yeah. a solo business person. And, you know, as you go and you get busier and you get more profitable, you may decide to outsource some of this stuff. Christy and I both do that. We have people who help us with various parts of the marketing but the content itself needs to be driven by you. I do believe 100%. content yeah. itself needs to be driven by you in order for it to really build that like no trust. You know, there are there are some excellent people out there who can do it, you, but you still have to be very involved in in creating a really clear sense of the tone of your of your niche of what how you, how you show up out there, if you want them to be doing a good job of creating content for you, it's there's, you still have to be involved in that. You can't just hire somebody on, you know, on Fiverr to do your social media and be, yeah. and build like no trust with that. I just don't think that that works very often. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Great. So the, so good. the message in this from Christian <laughs> is twofold. One, keep at it. <laughs> you have to do it. So you might as well make it fun. Find something that feels good to you because that's the way you're going to do it. First of all, it's going to be pleasant for you. And also you're going to do it in a much more genuine and authentic way. If it feels good to you, just lean into it and accept it. It's part of this process. And um, it takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes time, which is why if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to the old school marketing episode that I did 
because that's where I really focused in on leveraging your existing contacts, your existing, the existing people, the people in your network who already like no trust you, because that's what you need to do in the early days, because all these strangers on the internet don't like no trust you yet. And that's mm -hmm. totally okay. But you do have people in your life who already do and you need to go figure out who those people are. And also you can accelerate like no trust. And this is something we don't have enough time to talk about this in great detail, but this would make another good podcast episode. I'm going to write it down. In fact, um, but you can accelerate like no trust by spending more time in front of people, right? Mm -hmm. So the more, the more you give of yourself, the less times you need to be in front of people. So doing free presentations, one of the best ways to book clients pretty quickly. And that's why I talked about that in that old school marketing. Same thing with podcasts. Yeah. You're listening to me, you're listening to Christy for 20 to 30 minutes here today. And, and that's giving you a whole lot more about me and my personality and, you know, my level of knowledge than a, than a Instagram post might, for example. Yeah. So there are ways to accelerate that like no trust. And I would say pick one, one form of marketing that is a, goes a little bit deeper. And that might be getting, pitching yourself on other podcasts. It might be, you know, maybe you want to start your own podcast. Although I would suggest you think carefully about that. Christy and I both know how much you really have to love doing it. it it's a lot of work, um, but it can be a really great marketing tool, but it could, you could also start doing lives on Instagram or get on and do, you know, invite people to a free Q and a, for example, where they can actually be with you for a half an hour, 45 minutes and get to know you better. And then at the end, you make your offer to them. Again, that will accelerate that like no trust building for you, but it takes time. And it's just really, really important to understand that. So those are our two main messages from this episode. Anything else? Oh, good. No, I think that's so good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we could yammer on about this stuff for hours, <laughs> but we're not going to. Um, so Christy, you can find again at um, Love Life Sober on Instagram. It's Christy Osborne. And I am so grateful to you for being with me again today. Thanks, Christy. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you're coming away with renewed energy and some creative inspiration for your coaching business. If you're looking for more business support and community with like-minded coaches, please follow me on Instagram at Wendy McCallum Coach and check out my popular BBB membership for coaches at wendymccallum.com forward slash BBB. And if you love what you heard today, please leave a rating and a review to let other coaches know that this is a podcast worth listening to. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you and I'll see you next time.